Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I just want to say thank you for joining us here today with Holt Hoddle from our Salem campus as we continue to book, continue to journey through the book of Romans <laughs> as we're in chapter 10 here today. Uh, Holt, before we hop into the text and model the here reading uh, method, highlight, explain, apply, respond, uh, what is your favorite worship song, hymn, or spiritual song? Okay, I'll show my age just a little bit here, but I think this is a popular group. Um, so listen to Christian music a lot of my life. And now I've listened to a lot of secular music too, mm-hmm. to be honest. You know, not that I'm don't against it or whatever. I mean, yeah, but if I picked one of my favorite songs, I like how I've told you how Paul used various uh, juxtapositions throughout mm-hmm. Romans. One of the songs I really liked, and in 1998, Point of Grace came out with an album, and on the album in 98 was a song called Saving Grace. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard or not, but Mm-mm. it's their story of a girl who is outside the church, mm-hmm. but that needs the church, and the church needs to reach out to her mm. to help her out. And I just, I, I've always liked the the song, the melody, the uh, harmony, the words, it just reaches to me on what we need to do on reaching out to others. But I just, I just like the song. Yeah. And I like Point of Grace. Yeah. I could have picked a lot of different songs, Ethan, but uh, that's most probably the one that uh, is my favorite. Yeah, I, there's a Casting Crown song that sounds kind of similar to that. It's called um, uh, If We Are the Body. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yep, that, that's much more common. And I like uh, Matthew West currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he talks about you know, God send somebody. Yeah. But maybe you need to send me. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right, as we hop in here to Romans 10, uh, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit uh, highlighted or illuminated that you, that you highlighted right now? Okay, here, here's here's our problem, as I told you. You can't just pick <laughs> one here for me, of a, you know. So I picked verses 12 and 13 because it's part of the same thought mm-hmm. as he's going there. So, so Paul's writing to the church in Rome or to the group in Rome that's meeting. He says, For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, as Paul is writing this, we don't know exactly what's going on in that body or what Mm -hmm. he may be trying to address or what the Holy Spirit is laying on his heart to address to these people. That's a good point. But, you know— we see throughout the New Testament at times, maybe some Jews felt that they were the chosen people and maybe a little superior, don't know if that's going, but he's very clear. He's dividing the world, if you will, very quickly into two groups. Mm-hmm. We've got the Gentiles and we've got the Jews, and that includes everybody now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he just opened it up and he just told, you are all alike. Mm-hmm. And the same God is God for everyone. He's not the God of the Jews any longer. He is you know, the Gentiles, everybody is now under this umbrella. Mm-hmm. And it's the same Lord. He richly blesses everyone who calls on him. He makes no distinction that the Jew or the Gentile is going to get, somebody's going to get favored status. That, that's not the place. 
But he then concludes it with everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So there's an action item, mm-hmm. whether you're a Jew or Gentile, as I see it, that obviously we teach that you've got to do. And that's mm-hmm. what Paul is telling them here. And just again, that's the sentence I picked, which made up two verses. <laughs> so. no, no, that's good. Uh, great explanation through that as well as you, you would follow the here, uh, how they explain. Uh, in, in that, I just wanted to um, just dive in a little bit deeper. Like, have you seen uh, in your years of following Jesus where like uh, the church has put categories on people and didn't want to make the gospels accessible to others as other uh, as other people. Yeah, I, I, th- I think unfortunately so. Uh, you know, the uh, I've seen people have maybe pump somebody comes into the service and doesn't look as well dressed as someone or they come in barefoot or you know just outside of the cultural norm. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, again because of my age I can remember going to church when all the men were in a coat and tie. Mm-hmm. If you didn't wear a coat, you almost looked like a radical. Yeah. All the women were in dresses and, you know, more. And now, you know, I'll kid everybody. Uh, when I see Ken on stage with his shirt out, I want to take mine out so I can fit in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, but, but, you know, it, it's uh-huh. – but, but I do think we sometimes – want to have maybe that air of superiority or feel better about ourselves than we ought to, mm-hmm. that we're inside the church, we're saved, mm-hmm. and, and and wanting to put this false idea on mm-hmm. somebody of what they should look like, you know, how they should dress or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, in, in some areas, mm-hmm. I think we fall short mm-hmm. of what the calling is from Jesus. Mm-hmm. As he walked amongst everyone yeah. and spoke to everyone, and, and I, I think I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they tell you you make a first impression with someone in ten seconds or less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I, it has existed. It most probably still exists. Mm-hmm. And as I told you, that's why I like the word disciple versus Christian. Mm-hmm. Christian's not defined in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Disciple's a little more well defined. But unfortunately, we see some activities in some of the churches that might call themselves Christian, and the media likes to pick up on them, mm-hmm. that are speaking hatred mm-hmm. to other of God's children. Uh, I, don't, I don't see that in the scriptures for us to do. I don't mm-hmm. see it as Paul. He's saying he's the Lord of all. Mm-hmm. He is there for everyone, and we're all, like, as long as we call on him and his saving grace. Yeah. That's what then unites us. But then the body, once we're united, as he tells us, we are vastly different to everybody in here. Mm-hmm. Whole different backstory, going to the same place, but how we get there is a different journey for all of us. Mm-hmm. The beauty that, that you find in there. Oh, absolutely. So how, absolutely. How, how does a person begin? We may have talked quite a bit about it, but how does a person apply a text like this in their life? Well, again, you know, as I'm thinking about this, uh, as you read through this, Paul calls the Jews disobedient and obstinate people at times. Man, we're not called to be that. We're not there. I'm called to be accepting of those things. Now, there are certain things we can't not accept in the body, and that's somewhat delineated also in Scripture. So I'm not saying we need to be open to everything that might take place. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. But when someone is coming and seeking we don't judge that person. 
when we don't judge where they're from, if they're coming with a sincere heart and want salvation, more power to them. Bring them on. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, what would the Holy Spirit call you to personally do to respond to this text? You know, when I was praying about this and getting ready for it, I see the world in a whole different color light than I did 20 and 30 years ago. You know, 63 than I did at 30 and 33, you know. And it's a constant evolving thing. Mm-hmm. And there are many things in our society that I think I am trying to readdress in my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. And I have to look at the death penalty mm-hmm. differently. Uh, I have to look at people and their lives. Um, a woman who's had an abortion, mm-hmm. God welcomes her. She is in that group to be welcomed. It, the man, who, whatever you've done, pick anything. I don't care. But that's what he's calling me is to be more receptive and open to those that, as mentioned, puts in our path. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it, it just kind of was probably my first thought is it's, it's a little discomforting. Mm-hmm. But I want to close up my arms instead of open up my arms. And that's mm-hmm. what I see Jesus doing to all of us is he's got those arms open, wants you to come in and give you that hug. And welcome you into the body. Yeah. And that's what we I need to be doing, and that's that's the focus for me. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, a whole thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.